Good morning. You're tuning into the news at Morning Mixtape on Wednesday, August 24th, 2023. I'm your host, Krishna Prasad, reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM, and here are our top stories for today. Rogers Communications has launched the first phase of their new 5G coverage on TTC subways, alongside improved emergency coverage for all riders. The RCMP has taken over jurisdiction on the Greenbelt scandal from the Ontario Provincial Police. And Ontario courts have ruled against renowned but controversial psychologist Jordan Peterson and uphold the College of Psychologists of Ontario's order that he pay for a media training course. Finally, we'll end our newscast with the weather and a new segment from Hidden Histories. Toronto City News reports that as of yesterday, Rogers Communications has just released a new phase of wireless 5G service in parts of the TTC subway system. This means Rogers customers will be able to access full 5G coverage within all stations and tunnels of the Lower U. In other words, St. George South to Union, North to Blorionge, and West to St. George. 5G coverage will also be available on platform levels and in corridors of stations between Kiel and Castle Frank, as well as Spadina and DuPont. Though full 5G privileges are only for Rogers clients, more reliable 911 access will be open to all wireless users. However, there is debate amongst competitors like Bell and TELUS, as well as community groups like the Toronto Police Service and the Women Abuse Council of Toronto when it comes to the lack of universal accessibility of proper service and the threats that poses to safety. In response, Rogers representatives say that there is room for other telecommunications companies as the subway infrastructure has been updated to handle any company that wants to use it, but there are doubts remaining about the validity of their argument. Next up, the RCMP has taken charge of looking into the Greenbelt controversy after the Ontario Provincial Police referred them in response to perceived conflicts of interests, as said by Global News. They issued a statement confirming they were to, quote, investigate irregularities in the disposition of the Greenbelt surrounding Toronto, end quote. They later released a second statement saying they were still analyzing available data from the police force and whether or not they need to launch an investigation. Auditor General Bonnie Lysick's report earlier this month exposed that Ontario developers had received preferential treatment when the Ford government was deciding to remove protection from areas of the Greenbelt. The government refused to admit any wrongdoing on their part, but did announce the official resignation of Chief of Staff for the Minister of Municipal Affairs and Housing, Ryan Amato, whom the report had found to be involved in the scandal. In response, NDP leader Merritt Stiles had asked that the minister himself, quote, do the right thing and step down. Finally, CBC News reports that the Ontario court has ruled against infamous psychologist Jordan Peterson yesterday, maintaining the regulatory board's decision that he undergo social media training or risk losing his license. Following numerous complaints to the College of Psychologists of Ontario, which he is a member of, Peterson was advised to, quote, undergo a coaching program on professionalism in public statements, end quote. The complaints themselves concerned his controversial online commentary on social issues, including politicians, plus-sized models, transgender actor Elliot Page, and more comments that could be considered a form of professional misconduct, 
the Ontario Divisional Court dismissed Peterson's request for a judicial review on the grounds that his political commentary was not, quote, under the college's purview, instead saying that the order is not disciplinary and will allow him to continue expressing his thoughts on divisive subjects with minimal infringement on his right to free speech. Peterson disagrees and has expressed the intent to continue his fight. Let's wrap up with the weather. Today is cloudy with a 60% chance of showers later in the afternoon and the evening, alongside the risk of a thunderstorm. We should be seeing a high of 24 and a low of 20 degrees with a UV index of 6. That about wraps it up for today's news. Thanks for tuning in to Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto, and let's finish off with Hidden Histories. Good morning, and welcome to this week's Hidden History segment, where I talk about the little-known stories behind our everyday world. If you ask anyone on the street these days how many planets are in the solar system, chances are you'll probably get told something in between 8 and who are you, get out of my face. But if you went back in time and asked anyone before 2006, they probably would have said 9, seeing as today marks the 17th anniversary of the day Pluto was declassified as a planet. But that's a pretty big decision, right? To take out an entire planet from your definition of your solar system? So why would you? What did Pluto ever do to you? According to Space.com, our story begins in 1905, when American astronomer Percival Lowell noticed something funny about Neptune and Uranus's orbits. The disturbance in what should have been their orbit made him realize that there had to be something else out there with enough gravitational pull to mess things up. This is how he came up with the theory of Planet X, an undiscovered planet somewhere beyond Neptune and Uranus that distorts their orbits, as said by the Library of Congress. Lowell died before he could ever see the results of his work, but in 1930, his successors at the Lowell Observatory officially discovered Pluto in the Kuiper Belt, a belt of rocky and icy bodies just beyond Neptune's orbit. For the longest time, Pluto was considered to be the elusive planet X. However, in 1973, astronomer Dennis Rollins found that the calculated mass that planet X would have to have in order to have the impact it did on Neptune and Uranus did not match up with the mass of Pluto. In other words, Pluto was too small to be planet X. So you might be thinking, okay, Pluto isn't planet X, but that doesn't mean it isn't a planet, right? Well, while that logic is sound, Pluto was declassified as a planet for a different reason. The International Astronomical Union, or IAU, has certain standards for what classifies as a planet and what doesn't. Standards that were, in fact, invented because of the confusion with Pluto. According to a Space.com article, Pluto was originally considered to be a unique specimen among the Kuiper Belt. It had a tilted and strangely shaped orbit compared to the rest of the planets, but as astronomers discovered other bodies with similar enough sizes, the line between definitely a planet Pluto and these other celestial bodies became more and more blurred. This sowed mass confusion across the world, with everyone having their own take on what should or shouldn't be considered a planet, and next to no consensus between them. Eventually, the IAU ended up establishing a set of guidelines for a celestial body to be considered a planet, which are, according to the Library of Congress, that it must orbit the sun, have enough mass to achieve an almost round shape, 
and clear the area around it of other obstacles. Seeing as Pluto still had other objects of similar size that aren't affected by its gravitational pull surrounding it, it failed the last check. As of these rules, any body that does not meet all three of these qualities, such as Pluto, is considered a dwarf planet. This demotion of Pluto's status had far-reaching consequences in the world of astronomy. For one, the IAU's standards are still majorly divisive. Only 5% of the world's astronomers participated in the vote to establish these standards and demote Pluto, as said by the leader of NASA's New Horizons mission, Alan Stern, in an interview with Space.com, so the results were likely skewed. New Horizons was also a major point of argument, as it exposed Pluto as a much more dynamic planet with signs of massive geological changes such as mountains and liquid, which many take to be a sign that it would be a better fit as a planet. Others argue that a planet is a cultural term whose meaning will change with time, and the IAU's attempt to accurately define it was flawed and sloppy. The general populace also seems to favor the planet Pluto interpretation. In the end, the IAU doesn't seem to have any intention of changing this new definition, and Pluto will remain a dwarf planet for the time being. But who knows, maybe that'll change someday. That's all for this week. I'm Krishna, reporting for Met Radio at 1280am, Toronto, and thanks for listening.